I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know, I'm starting to get scared. Okay, I'll bite. Why? (laughs) Because every time I pay attention to the commercials in Hallmark, they're like, advertising some movie I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, oh. part of Countdown to Christmas. Mm. And they're saying that it's coming out next weekend. What? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. So <laughs> I signed on for exactly as many movies as is as, on this piece of paper yes. that I printed out with oh my, my expensive ink. Mm-hmm. And they say that the movie started, stopped, yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about I didn't even think about celebrating the fact that I just watched the last movie I have to watch this year from Hallmark. <laughs> but congratulations. Thank you. God, it's like I just got my braces off and I can't stop running my tongue over my <laughs> under my te- over my teeth. Gross. But you never got your braces off. You you don't know what that feels like. People who have know what it feels like. I never had braces, by the way. Anybody wondering if Not, I just yeah, still have yeah. braces? <laughs> I was, I was too afraid to get them off, so I've had them for 40 years. <laughs> but man, are your teeth straight? Mm. Um, <laughs> well, probably. Who knows? I think that what they're doing is they're advertising for on for on other channels, but they're not mentioning that it's on other channels. I mm-hmm. don't know. But what because even when I looked on the schedule, it's like they're not, they're not, they don't say that they're coming on, like they don't say that there are new movies next Friday and Saturday. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm not fucking doing it. Well, I was already- confused because they had a they had the new debuting on Thursday at some point. I don't know whether it was next week or this week, and then then it was mystery on Mistletoe Lane yes, or whatever exactly. that had already. Exactly. It already. De- it's not debut. Whatever. I mean, they're being technical. I think it's. Uh, it was on a different channel. Exactly. It's movies and mysteries. And then they're do- they're doing that with a couple of other things, and I'm just like, you're not going to trick me. You're not going to trick me into into doing this. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Absolutely not. Well, this is the penultimate episode. This is the penultimate episode of Nameless Best Friends Season 1 Countdown to Christmas. Yep. (laughs) And I loved it. Yeah, it was great. And I and we're and we're doing we're doing a couple of bonus episodes because this is the this is the end of the official season, but we couldn't just end on the whimper like Hallmark is willing to. <laughs> I know you liked this movie, but the last movie, uh, the last movie is, uh, again, as I said in one of the very first movies we did, <laughs> movie's a strong word. So yeah. we couldn't just let it end like that. So we have to go out with a bang. Yeah. So we have extremely strong guests, extremely mm-hmm. strong films. Mm-hmm. And the last three episodes of season one of Nameless Best Friends are going to be absolute bangers. Mm-hmm. We've recorded two out of three of those episodes, and there's no question they're they're some of my favorites. That we've yeah, done. absolutely. We did good. We did extremely well. Yes, we did so, well. Yes. All with right. That, well, so let's start now with Sealed with a 
list. What do you, what, what, so we're, like, you think we're just going to not have a theme song? Can you have a theme song? May I have a theme? You're damn, you're damn ass right you can. Welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I don't know who I am. (laughs) I think I'm Paige. It didn't look like Paige. (laughs) I'm still Beth. Yeah. Tara's not sure who I am either, but she's here and she's questioning everything. Aster's here and she's looking weird. And Francis is just sleeping. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Sealed with a list. Sealed with a lisp. I get the feeling. I do not know that Hallmark might not have produced this because it's one of their short, pitiful descriptions. And you liked it. Uh, and I loved it. <laughs> but some of the ones that they didn't produce uh, were just terrible. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they were either good, they were either great or awful. And then they wrote no, no description about them. Mm-hmm. So what's the description? This holiday season, Festive Carly sets out to conquer her list. Be- okay, sorry, back it up. I know she festive wasn't Festive Carly. She was like she was adequately festive. She didn't hate Christmas. She loved the smell of the trees and stuff. But I wouldn't have said Festive Carly. That immediately gives you that dingbat sitting in the office singing Jingle Bells really loud. Oh my and god, it's not her. Also, I don't really describe people as festive. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, carry on. That's just because you don't know anybody festive. That's not true. Well, then you do describe them as festive, don't you? you I just know, immediately I just, I objected like I just, to me saying that. No, I think it's because I think of things as being festive, not people so much. I'm not like, oh, that bitch is so festive. You could be, though. No, I, I think of I don't think that's as, patently I think that, wrong. I don't know. It, it just I think that that's like a weird connotation thing for me. I don't know. No, you're right. Anyway, let's go on and on and on about it. Let's go on and on. Anyway, festive Carly. Sets out to conquer her list of abandoned resolutions from last year. Aided by co-worker Wyatt, she finds love and the confidence to chase her dreams. That's it. I disagree. Starring Katie Findlay <laughs> and Evan Roderick, both of whom I loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of whom I loved. So we open with a secret Santa party. Wait. God, you really... You try every damn time. Did you come up with another title for this one? Of course, but you go first. <laughs> well, I think checking it twice would have been a great name for this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I came up with really bad ones this time, including including a listmas carol. <laughs> All of these are funnier with the joke about you still having braces. <laughs> We wish you a Merry Listmas or we list you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Blitzen and Liston. And like I want to name most of these movies, Dumb Succession. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. But that's it. I couldn't really come up with anything because Sealed with a List is fine. I think, yeah, I think Sealed with a List is cute. It just, it. Keep sounding like killed with a list. <laughs> no, no, I just bit, like I just bit my lip really hard too, accidentally. So I'm going to sound funny now. Yeah, <laughs> really, just sounds like somebody is trying to eat a Jolly Rancher with a retainer in. But go on. <laughs> Which, sadly, you know, because you worst candy to did give to like my them. generation, and Mm-mm. we all have fucked up teeth because of it. I know. All the teachers gave those out as prizes. Yeah, so I don't really have a title except "Mom's not really proud of you." <laughs> Mom is. Mom's a tough cookie. This one. Throw Mama from the brain and move on. Oh my god! Oh. So we an- we open with a secret Santa party at uh, the you know end of year holiday celebration at an office. Mm-hmm. Nerd Blossom is wandering around looking for Carly because he's her secret Santa <laughs> three years in a row now. And he gives her another tea mug. And I, I know his name is Greg for some her. reason. Yeah, his name was Greg. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
Cut me out. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> so the boss wants a word with her in the conference room, and he. Uh, this is very familiar, especially since we just watched Hats Off to Christmas. Oh yeah. But he tells her someone is leaving and they're going to need somebody new in charge of quality control. And she, this actress, is just great. She is great. Uh, she was really, yes, sir. I'm, I'm ready. I've been working with him, whatever. And mm-hmm. he says, well, I'm going to need you to train the new guy. Yep. Wyatt. Uh, that is son. his son, and that was the same thing that happened in Hats Off to Christmas. So yeah. if you if you um, if you if you had Hats Off on your list, now you don't need to watch it. <laughs> um, yes, you do. Yes, you do. And uh, anyway, so Wyatt comes in, and he's just really cute. He's he obviously is not interested. You know, he's kind of cash. He says, "Well, I look forward to controlling the quality with you." I need someone to tell me mm-hmm. who this guy reminds me of. Chandler and Bing. nope, but also yes. Um, I need somebody I, first, and then I need somebody to invent an app where I can just put in a picture and say, "Who does this guy remind me of?" Because mm. I don't know. He reminds me of somebody who has floppy blonde hair and sort of like an angular nose. Sort of, he kind of like looks a little bit like Greco-Roman, mm-hmm. and he's sort of sh- sh- on the like shorter, floppier haired mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And then he, I think he's usually like a sidekick best friend character in like 90s, 2000s movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe he was in a movie with Matthew McConaughey at some point. I'm not really sure. But I can't remember. And he's, yeah. and I, the name Ethan keeps coming to mind, but he's not Ethan Embry and he's not, I don't know. But I need somebody to remind me of who this guy reminds me of. Mm-hmm. That is all. Thank you very much. I get what you're saying. I actually agree with you. I'm I'm not even as close as you are to figuring out who it is, but I did. I, he did remind me of somebody, but it's so vague. I almost feel like it's somebody I know and not so, not an actor. He, he, this guy reminds me so much of somebody that initially I thought it was that guy, and I was like, no, that guy would be like that guy was like I was yo- I was like young watching that guy be a, that guy was like that guy was older than me, and I was watching him younger when I was young. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I had to sneeze the whole time, so I said it crazy. <laughs> I I, real, I realized that this guy couldn't be that guy when I was watching it because I was like, that guy, uh, uh-huh. that guy was like, mm-hmm. that guy would be uh, that, older now. That guy would it's be not, much. It's not that interesting. Let's that guy would on. be much older now, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> however you put it. So yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, that's a that's about it for that scene. And then the next thing we know, she has just recapped it for her nameless best friend, who you know is a sommelier and getting ready to go to Italy, and uh, doesn't hate her job, but Carly does. Yes. So and Carly did anyway. So she wouldn't have been happy with that promotion. But uh, her friend and I love this this countdown that they give her right up front. Her friend says, "Well, let's go make a list of resolutions for you for the coming year." And, uh, you know, let's kind of like, let's get your life back on track. Yeah. And um, by the way, this mm-hmm. is, there was something funny here. I don't think I picked it up. But basically, Carla wants to be a fashion designer, which is not unprecedented in these movies by any stretch. She, yeah, she wants to be a fashion designer, but like she's working for some horrible graphic design t-shirt company, which mm-hmm. I always love. I always love, this is kind of what I was saying in magic and mistletoe. I kind of love when the subplot is surreal and insane uh-huh. because like she's working for what is obviously a stupid, terrible company. Mm-hmm. I love when it's a stupid, terrible company. That's kind of a joke within, <laughs> within a joke because you can never really care about the subplot as much as you care about whatever the real thing is. You know, mm-hmm. you're here for the romance, you know, you're here for whatever the, like the, the banter and the inside jokes and like the friendship mm-hmm. and the, you know, so the thing that's being developed on the side, the thing she's like, like, it's okay for that to be surreal and insane. So like, I love when it's like that, like in magic mm-hmm. and mistletoe, I wanted the book he'd written to be stupid and crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> because I didn't need it to be like beautiful. And I also didn't need it to be just not told. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like what this was, which was well, just your like, dreams came true. It was stupid and crazy. <laughs> No, I wanted it to be like, I wanted to learn in pieces 
that it was just like it involved cr- Christmas showgirls and you know <laughs> like I wanted I wanted little, oh, that I wanted been hilarious yeah like I wanted little pieces to come out more and more and to have an elephant walk by and then be just mm-hmm. like how how do all these things come together and become like a Christmas mm-hmm. pastime that all these children love <laughs> like that's funny to me so this kind of had that where it was like oh so she works for something that's like of course she hates her job because it's just like she works for like basically like th- that 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 horrible t-shirt brand that's uh, that's advertised on the bottom of every website that everybody goes to you know oh like that my there's god <laughs> yes they've gotten me lately i mean i'm not interested but i am so sick of seeing this t-shirt that says raising my husband is exhausting exactly exactly if like you are in a marriage that. that feels like that get out <laughs> you know i may be small but i'll beat you up <laughs> i don't need a t-shirt that says that to exist on earth like and it probably doesn't it's just like it's just ai you know yeah well so so yeah so she (laughs) she uh she works in a place that fashion goes to die yes and oh uh, and the slogan of the company the company's called the comfort zone mm -hmm. and then it says or the company or at least the slogan is the comfort zone you want to stay in which is a perfect again it's like it's inside it's on the inside of of the joke Uh where it's like the slogan of her job is part of the plot where it's like she's obviously stuck in a rut Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So she does make a list, and I uh, paused it and wrote it down. Quit your boring job. Follow your dreams. Say yes to adventure. Make new friend. Take up running. Read a book from start to finish. Grandma's famous recipe, clean out closet. And, you know, they actually, they backed these up pretty well. So, mm-hmm. um and even the book, you know, as an author, it just makes, and as a reader, it makes me sad to see somebody might struggle to start to read a book from start to finish, but they, they, they used it in a great way. So I, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Wow. And so a year passes, which they show in a cute way with magazines stacking up, mm-hmm. fashion magazines. And I love the idea that by the time we revisit or we rejoin them, she and Wyatt have been working together. For a year. Yeah, and it, didn't, it didn't lose pacing because that, that first part really worked as just like a little prequel, kind of like a little uh, pr- prologue. Yeah, like <laughs> this is how we got where we're going to be. Yeah, you're probably wondering how I got here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and, and it's really cute that they, you know, they show that she's she's still irked with, uh, with Wyatt. Yeah. And uh, so they show that and then they show him waking up to his luxurious life in a huge... I don't know, house in New York City. It's very Arthur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In a way that really worked for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she's she is in an adorable apartment that would cost almost as much as that house, but they do. They, do, they have to, though. I mean, I would yeah. be bored out of my skull if she was in a five by seven place like Jack lived in. I know. I mean, that's I not what we want to see. So that it's true. I mean, you that. say that in this movie, but when we get to the next movie, I, we're, you're, you're going to be pissed. No, I'm going to hate it. It's exactly. And it's like you can, <laughs> you can defend it. You can defend it in a movie you like spending time in, but when you're in a stupid movie, it's like it's different. Yep. yep. But I liked this one exactly. So uh, she gets a call from her friend, her nameless best friend, the sommelier, who's in Italy, and whom I loved. Yeah, she was great. Uh, I d- genuinely don't know her name. Don't know. Uh, so, so, uh, and and I thought that was great too because that bring she panics the minute her friend says that she's coming back, and and I think that that was really it was a perfect. Good, yeah. It was good because it shows that this has been plaguing her. Yes, as a character, guilty thing, it conscience. shows that she's yeah, but she's also she's pissed because this was her. It, it was for her. It was for her own life improvement. So she's like. It's not just that she's afraid her friend's going to give her shit. She's afraid her friend is going to rightly give her shit. It's an internal obstacle, which are really the mm. only ones that we are interested in as as consumers of stories. Because that's the thing is that like it doesn't actually do any good to give to give a character when you're writing a story. If you give them an, an, an actual obstacle, 
your human brain is like, you, you can get past that. Like that's stupid because like, you know, that they can actually get past that. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that, the thing that actually stood between Romeo and Juliet was not wanting to disappoint their families because yes. they care about their families. Not that they weren't allowed to. Mm-hmm. Because not that if they, they were just, afraid they were going to be locked in jail if they, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. If they hated their families, then they would have just run away, but they actually didn't want to disappoint their family. They were actually, it was about, a lot more than that. You can't just give to people, you can't just give people physical obstacles. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just put them across the country because then you just move them to the same place. You have to mm-hmm. make them want to be where they are. Other, You know, like you have to give them in- internal reasons. So in this case, she doesn't want to disappoint her friend. She doesn't want to be, dis- she doesn't want to see the disappointment on her friend's face mm-hmm. because she doesn't want to see her own reflect, her own disappointment reflected in her friend's face. Mm-hmm. Her friend is getting back and she's like, oh my God, I really need to do this. But that, that's, that's a new finish line for herself. Exactly. Not for her friend. Her friend is probably, and she doesn't really like, ha- you know, she's not sitting there like, just like we all know, no one is thinking about us as much as we're thinking about ourselves. Yes, correct. And she knows that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's I loved that too. It was a, it was it was high low stakes and it was a perfect example of like when you write stakes a little bit lower, sometimes you write them actually much higher. Mhm. Mhm. That's so. interesting, yeah. Um now this woman, she has chemistry with everyone. I love how her friend <laughs> says to quote to quote character? the man of my what? The main character, what's her name? Carly. Okay. Katie Findlay. Uh, but when her friend, Carly. her friend says, to quote the man of my dreams, I'll be home for Christmas. And she immediately says, the man of your dreams is Bing Crosby. And I loved her <laughs> yes. even more. And then she answered, no, it's Jonathan, T- Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I don't know what he's got to do with anything and what he's had to do with anything for 12 years. But um, it's because okay. of the movie, I'll be home for Christmas from like the late 90s. Okay, well, that could track, I guess, if they're supposed to be about your age. Yeah, it's a millennial thing. Although, I mean... It's a millennial love thing. It's like making a Hanson joke. They don't mean it. It's just because, you know, <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like when we were joking around about Leonardo DiCaprio earlier. I do not mean I do not mean Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> who won't stop dating 25-year-olds and doing coke on a yacht. I mean Leonardo DiCaprio of 1998. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Agreed. So she goes to work and they have, uh, God, I can't remember. Something has to be done. He's coming in. Basically, he's coming in. He's been partying all night. He says where he was. It was something weird. It's always something weird. That's his, oh, yeah. that's his thing. And they have such cute repartee. She, he says, she says, well, you have to do this. And he goes, well, can you just do that? And I'll sign off on it. And she goes, no, that is me doing a group project in high school with the prom king (laughs) where I do all the work and you get praised for being handsome and charming. And he says, you think I'm handsome? handsome? (laughs) And she says, that was not a compliment. And he He said, said, you don't know how to bad at insults. You're bad at insults. (laughs) So they go through this thing. I wrote these. I did stop going back and writing them down, but they were so cute because. He was uh, really cute. Yeah. But so, so he's, he's. She's saying she doesn't want to do all this shit. And he's like, well, he's going to the air, the, not the airport, the elevator. <laughs> he says, no rest for the weary, eh? And she goes, wicked. The and he wicked, goes, glad wicked. we agree. And he goes, no. <laughs> she said, no, it's no rest for the wicked. But I love that he thought she was saying, yeah, wicked. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so cute. Yeah. So uh, Carly remains in the office while he leaves. And uh, you get the impression that he is always and in fact that's i think that was where he arrived and said i have to go to lunch with someone so it's like yeah and then she was like you just got here <laughs> we we yeah we get up at 12 and start to work at one take an hour for lunch and then at three we're done or whatever <laughs> it was from uh, the wizard of oz so anyway she exactly. takes a call from somebody who's outraged um mm-hmm. oh no he didn't leave this must have been i don't know. anyway yeah she, it was she, a different day but yeah, yeah she goes into wyatt's office she's holding up a christmas shirt and, you know, rips it right in front of him. And he goes, why are you so strong? <laughs> and she says, I'm, I'm not, not so strong. This is bad stitching. Yeah. And this is because he failed on the quality control. Um, yeah, because they placed an order with a new factory mm-hmm. and he uh, and he should have he should have caught that. So then the the client is obviously pissed and then she ends up taking the fall for it because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to quit my shitty job. Mm-hmm. So then and item one is off the list. Yeah. And so then 
they and and I don't know. At some point, he goes to his dad's office, mm-hmm. and it is the most gorgeous office. Mm-hmm. It is exactly what I was saying for the first like third of these movies, where I was like, "Where is the like rich deep wood? Mm-hmm. Where is the like dark wooded office?" And that's what I want my office to look like. I have like a bright white. Mm-hmm. If anybody's seen it in like the early when we did some of the video, or like if I if they've seen it on like the Instagram stories or whatever, but it's like it's bright white and very California. But I really want a moody old man office. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you remember when I painted my office that deep rust color? That was yeah. kind of what I was envisioning. I want it to look like I want it to look like um, I want gleaming, mahogany gleaming wood, woods. but I want it to be like set in Hawaii. Like I want it to like I like I want it to like open up to like palm palm fronds outside, mm-hmm. and like I want like ferns, and I want like I want like Robert Redford to come in through the door to mm-hmm. like come fetch me for tea. That's okay. what I want. Well, That's, I guess you're, that the fantasy uh, kind of describing beyond, out of Africa. I just kind of want to live in the out of Africa yeah. movie set. But anyway, but so this movie isn't that. But <laughs> but his his dad's office is gorgeous mm-hmm. and super like cozy, dark wood. It has a fireplace and everything. And it's mm-hmm. just like God. Did did all of Hallmark's budget go into this one office? <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Mm. But anyway, so I don't know. They're talking about something at some. They're point, talking about his father is saying, "I know I let the the you know the wrong person go." I let a good worker go. Oh yeah, and it was you know for Wyatt, and and he says to him, "No more, basically, no more luxuries." And yeah, you're not, he cuts, you're not he getting this free ride anymore. I'm tell I've told the maid and the butler that they're not allowed to help you with anything. Yeah, so he cuts him and off. He has until the end of the year. So I guess we're assuming we're in around December, right? So he's got it, the end yeah, of the year. It starts to, around my birthday to <laughs> to get his shit together. Or, <laughs> my birthday or the, month. Okay. Anyway, um, so, so he goes to her place to apologize and he promises her a great severance package. Oh, right. And then he oh, says yeah. he, he's got to go to a party in the meat packing district. I can't remember. I think he described the party as, in, you know, some stupid, outrageous way. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying the, the movie was being stupid and outrageous. The character is was it and like that was that the one that was like an underground north pole party or something yes something not yes i think that was it because he says so i've got to go to this and 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 they pan to her and she says to herself say yes to adventure then she's like wait a minute i want to go with you yeah and um they should they just show a clip of her dancing at some yeah underground looking kind of party mm-hmm. and she wakes up the next thing you know they show her waking up her eyes opening up and she goes oh thank god it was just a dream and she sits up and her bed is full of glitter (laughs) which was great so she gets out of bed and um oh no it's i guess it's the same day though she gets out she obviously goes on with her day and meets her mom they're at a christmas market her mother is pulling a wagon of things i don't understand (laughs) and i never did and i watched this movie twice her mom is a drag. Her mom is terrible. It's yeah. a terrible character. It was it was that part was badly written and she didn't like seem to crack one smile this whole movie. She was super dour. And we have Gertie, the the dour maid, who is hilarious. hilarious. So I don't know what this was a real you know, that was that was a that was a bad spot. Bad choice. In I don't know why. I don't know bad why. Choice, yeah. They didn't mean they didn't need to make her so so mean and just like I don't I didn't make any sense to me. Mm-mm. But it was um, weird. It really was weird and I I guess the 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 actress played it so convincingly that yeah. It was it was incongruous with the rest of the mood of it. So yeah. that yeah, I mean and that was a that it was a downer. The mother was a downer in every scene she was in. Yeah. So, and I wish they hadn't made that choice. And I'm sure that people with problematic relationships with their mother Didn't really that wish that, yeah, I mean. Yeah. But but we do establish that Carly does not want to tell her mother that she was fired or that she, you know, she, or that she, quit, she quit. She quit by firing. Yeah. Um, and the mom is saying how proud she is of her. And, and we do learn well, at one of the reasons that the she mother doesn't... was a single mom working three jobs to support her. Which is part of why she doesn't want to tell her because she's just like, my mom sacrificed so much for me. I can't possibly mm-hmm. let her know that everything she did was in vain. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, I don't, I didn't have that relationship, obviously, with my mom mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. it was all, you know, built around a bunch of like 
bartering and you know not being open about shit. So I, it, I don't know, but I just I, I felt so like a pretty pat it. conflict, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm like, just she tired just didn't of want it. Want to admit it, and so then she's lying to her mom. So what's worse, you know, what's more yeah. disappointing, the lying or the if I were that mother and my daughter had a traumatic experience like that and then felt like she couldn't tell me, I would know who the failure was and it was not the daughter. So- yes, but that's also why you raised me the way you did, which was why you had told me my entire life, as long as you tell the truth, you'll never get in trouble. And you always stuck to that, which was why yeah, it, it wasn't always it was, easy. <laughs> no, I'm sure. It was literally, which is why. And then when I didn't do it and I didn't tell the truth, I did get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But when I didn't and I told the truth about difficult things, I didn't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it didn't- Truth. Anyway, so and then she that's like then a little while later, she shows up at his house. And well, he, wait a minute. Okay. This is after he wakes up to a terrifying snowman lying in bed next to him. Oh, yeah. So he, whatever their night was, you obviously get the feeling that they had some bonding, even though they're not there yet. Like, yes. Because she comes home. And then they got drunk, the which is fun. That is hilarious. And he goes down to breakfast and finds he's been cut off. Like basically the the bowl is empty. Yeah. And Vincent and Gertie, I even wrote their names. So God, this that's how good this movie was. I even know the names of the help. <laughs> they're hiding in the closet because they're feeling so awkward about saying no to him. Yes. And and so funny. He, he doesn't to go, know how to work the cappuccino machine. Yes, he has to go make his own coffee. And he, and and he says, You must be joking. And Gertie says, You know how I feel about jokes. It <laughs> was a great <laughs> moment. <laughs> So that, yes, you were about to get here. This is where Carly shows up. And, and she, uh, yeah, and she's like, okay, so she's like, basically she shows up with her little list um, of resolutions. And it's like, you're going to help me get my resolutions done. I have this many days and you're going to help me with them. He's like, why would I do should, that? Oh, wait, he shows it to her. And he, oh, and he's like, and you even laminate it. Yeah. yeah he's like, he's like, you even laminate it. And she goes, I'm not insane. It's it's like, it's. And she goes, it's, no, I didn't. I'm not crazy. This is semi-gloss cardstock. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny. And I loved that it was like that she has little and he's like, she's like, I did my resolutions as a as a as a check as a check off to do list because I like the satisfaction of checking them off. And I took a picture of my extremely extensive to do list with all the checkoff boxes because Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, And so and but then this is the only thing. So you were more nuts about this movie than I was. I did Mm -hmm. think it was funny and I thought it was cute. It didn't, it wasn't round and round and it wasn't Santa Summit. So I can't give oh, that. It was, it was better than those for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right up there with round and round. Although, you I know think- what? I watched it in the daytime. You just can't do that. I you just don't do think it. you can watch one of these in the daytime. Mm-mm, you can't. But it was cute. So he's trying to make but, coffee. But, but, and but that what was- I was going to say, what I was going to say, wow, I really commanded attention and forgot what I was going to say. Oh, what I was going to say was that it is the only thing that I think was only a little bit too vague is that I don't think that there's a ton of mutual uh, motivation here because then he said like her there. This is one of those movies where it's like, okay, well, my motivation here, let's do a trade. You need you need help with figuring figuring out how to be uh, self-sufficient with money. Well, I'm really good at money. I saved all my babysitting money and I live with a 70 year old woman to save money on rent. And I need help getting my resolutions done so we can help each other. And, yeah. And he says, and why me? And she's like, basically, she's saying, you like to do horrible things. And he said, you had fun. And she said, I did not. It was incredibly loud. There was glitter in places that are not meant to sparkle. Yes. <laughs> but also, he's, she says, you get so shit she done. She says, you owe me. Yes. And and because she took one for the team, she like took, you know, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is that I just don't really buy that as a good enough reason for him to be like dragged Mm-mm. all over town getting things Mm-mm. Getting you know like because that's a lot of like she needs to like she wants to pick up running she wants to go mm-hmm. like there he's in well, she knows he has really, the time yes I know but but it's it like, does strain credulity I agree yeah it's like suddenly he's like he's got a full time job in addition to his full time job helping her like and unless he was already into her mm-hmm. which maybe it could have been stated mm-hmm. because they had known each other for a year so mm-hmm. it would this again we're sort of like how would you fix it already but it's like. It's like if they they could have established maybe that he like talks to his nameless best friend in the beginning and it could have been like he has a crush on her and she just can't stand him. Mm-hmm. That would have been a cute thing to like say from the beginning that like he's just has always thought she's really cute and she thinks he's the worst because mm-hmm. then it would have been a perfect reason for him to want to be around her. And then she just thinks he sucks. Yeah, and they would have had time for that scene if they took out the mom and her wagon. Yeah. <laughs> 
But then, but then that would be perfect because then like he would have been like, oh my God, this girl, then he would have felt really guilty for getting her fired. It would have been the perfect excuse for him to spend more time with her. Mm -hmm. And he would have just been like, oh, this is great. And now, and then later, you know, like then he would have been when, when like, you know, they wanted to have conflict at the end. It just would have been even more like, well, I had a crush on you and and I let you get fired like all of it you know what I mean it just well I feel like they did they did cut out a little something because the the relationship ends up being reciprocal um in that she's helping him become self-sufficient um and they never really make that agreement I literally do feel like something was cut out though because it it is I mean, right around that, here it becomes it becomes it becomes known one of, one of the items on her list is that she wants to start to run she he takes her well i mean they're, they're, they're just in the city she starts running next thing you know he's 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 bringing her back into her house she's wobbling the the landlady asks what's wrong and she said i broke my leg and he, he said she has a muscle cramp yes. but it's perfect because then she's laid up and we're gonna cross another thing off our list because he's doing the keep or donate and she's saying yeah. keep and he's like donate keep donate yeah. keep donate and then she holds up one thing and says keep and he starts to argue and she says you know, it, he says it'll never fit you, blah, blah, blah. And she points out that it's a sweat. It was the first thing that she ever sewed with her mother. And we know now she wants to, she does so and she wants to be a designer. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was an opportunity for us to get a little bit of character insight, knock something yeah. off the list and have some cute repartee. So definitely no. And it definitely, they, they definitely get to know each other. And then there's like, there's tons of cute stuff between them. It's just that there's not really of a, like, it's just that in it, the only reason for them to really be spending time together is because they like each other. So this movie could have broken form a little bit by having one of them like each other from the beginning. That's you know, true. That just would have been a little bit better. And then to have her not like him would have been great. <laughs> yeah. And then to have him like her and have yeah. him kind of chasing her would have been cute. Well, yeah, um, especially and he could have made the deal like, you know, or, or something. Because the next day we have her waking him up at 7 a.m. with a bullhorn, which was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he's trying to make coffee. And she's reading War and Peace. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, because she wants to read something front to back. And, and he says, do you ever do anything easy, Kincaid? And she immediately shoots back with, do you ever do anything hard? <laughs> but he says, well, I've got to call a cab and get to work. And she said, no, no, you can't do this. So they have made a deal where he has to live like a regular person, which is very trading places, mm -hmm. um, you know, that old movie and stuff. And yeah. it's great. I just wish they had established why. But she yeah. does give him a Metro card. Yeah, it's just and it's just a little bit and it's it, exactly and of course he is like he is and he by the end he does learn to be self sufficient. It's just it's just that in the beginning it's not a hard and fast like okay you're gonna do this you're gonna mm -hmm. you're gonna live on a budget you've got two thousand dollars to make it until the end of the year you can do it it's you know what I mean something more tangible mm -hmm. something like that it's just like mm -hmm. oh pff, I've made it two thousand bucks for six months mm -hmm. you can do it. <laughs> Trust mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. something like that, or, you know, and then not that that necessarily would have been the most fun way to do it, but something like that, something, something more, yeah. some, some more, something more of a ticking bomb type thing. But, um, it's and also he funny. Adds, yeah. He adds upgrade sewing skills to her list. And I wasn't sure. Well, yes, because why. she's like, cause he's like, why? Cause well, because he says, why don't you follow your dreams? And she's like, cause I can barely sew. And I'm like, well, that, oh, that is, okay. that is a pretty good reason to not be able to be, <laughs> to follow your dreams. I missed that. Okay, that's perfect. So that's why he has Gertie come in mm -hmm. to teach her to sew. Yeah. That is what occupies her then during the day and why she's at the house. Okay, so that's well done. Just, yeah. I guess I missed that. And it's funny because he does, he calls her Kincaid, mm -hmm. which is funny because the last name thing, it's mm -hmm. it's funny. It's it's kind of it's kind of a, a retro, like an out of date thing, like, <laughs> like, like when... It's kind of like Grant calling her red in Philadelphia. Exactly story. what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like, I can't help it. Like it, 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 but I can't, but it just, I can't help it, but I just do think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Although this was a little bit much, like it was kind of constant it, where like they, they overplayed it a little bit, but I do think it's cool and kind of hot when a guy calls you by your last name. And that's such a like regressive kind of like dumb thing to say, but it's just like, Actually, is, you say that, cute. but I referred to your father as Harbison so much mm -hmm. when I first met him mm -hmm. that it was it was weird for me to call him John mm. for a while, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So for a while. 
So it can happen, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I had a, um, there were a couple, there were a couple of like cool guys who called me Harbison and, uh, along the way here and there. And I was always like, Oh, that's so much cooler. That <laughs> <laughs> was always cool. But, um, and yeah, and when they had the moments instead of like, you know, cause like they always talk about trauma in Hallmark movies, mm-hmm. but instead of it being like, yeah, well, since my mother passed, mm-hmm. instead of it being that, she was just like, oh, well, probably has something to do with this. So, you know, like it, it was so modern. It felt very, very like millennial Gen Z, like self-aware. I've been to therapy and that's why I can be sort mm-hmm. of like, that's why I can say it. That's why I can say out loud the thing that is probably why instead of just like, well, I'm going to bring it up in this conversation because I'm just like, I would love to just like taint every conversation with the saddest thing I can think of because Mm -hmm. I want to make Christmas sad. Instead, it just felt like how, yeah, everybody kind of just knows their shit these days and Mm -hmm. they just kind of like, oh, well, the thing about me is that my dad left when I was six or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, she Mm -hmm. just kind of mentions it and she's just like, yeah, probably something to do with the fact that my dad left, but (laughs) you know, and like she says it and then it's kind of funny. And also like when he mentions his mom, Having mm-hmm. died because again, of course, there's a dead parent. But he like, mentions that his mother loved the smell of pine. It was her favorite mm-hmm. smell, and she says, "Was when did she yeah. pass?" Yeah, who didn't belabor it? You know, no, and, and she didn't make ago. it. Whenever he brought it up, she just at, like it really like doesn't go all weird and go. Oh, yeah, she was just basically she's, like, "Oh, I'm sorry. When did she pass?" You know, like she's if, sensitive uh, the first time, and then she just kind of normalizes it and makes it so it's comfortable for her for him to bring her up which is kind of how you need to be like if you're gonna again because they make us have these conversations about fucking dead parents all the time Mm -hmm. like if you're if you're Mm. gonna deal with somebody who's talking about a dead parent you kind of have to just talk like it's normal because you can't just you can't just like you can't bring everything to a screeching and and be sensitive yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can't do that so she does it in a really great way where she just like acts normal and she's just Mm -hmm. like oh did she do this oh that's so cool oh that's her like when she sees the Mm -hmm. picture she's just like oh that's her Mm -hmm. you know like she's just normal Mm -hmm. instead of like which is what you do she's alive and you see a picture of her and it's like oh that's your mom Mm -hmm. that's how you should be it's nicer and more sensitive actually and in this case i thought it was pretty important because uh that he his mother had passed because she his parents it's established later um or it's it's mentioned later the parents were poor together his father mm-hmm. was not always rich he wasn't yeah. his father wasn't raised this way and they obviously used to have some very homey christmases yeah. together now they have people come in hired people come in and do the decorating mm-hmm. so when she sees a box of their handmade ornaments he's yeah. like no 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 they don't use those yeah. So it was in this one case, I guess it, it informed the storyline or at least a few scenes. I don't and, know how important it was. But. Yeah. And they, and I guess because they, he doesn't have the parent. And so he doesn't have the sort of grounded thing. So that in this one, I accept the dead parent. Mm-hmm. Again, it's another, this is another example of like, it's totally diluted by the fact that it's in every movie. So that, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the other two I that I one of them I remember whether the other one I can't remember which one I thought it was important and mm-hmm. those two I thought it was absolutely necessary this one I think it could go either way but I understand that it, that it would be could be important in this one it's just hard to see at this point yeah but um but so yeah so he the one thing I kept noticing was that there were so many unattended candles in this movie which actually ended up being important ultimately which I yes. thought was very funny yeah um and when they had the baking scene I for could not believe it. I know. I, it. I know what you're going to say. Nobody maybe. ended up covered in flour. No, <laughs> no, but they didn't. Because <laughs> you did that in one of your sketches, and I appreciated oh, that they didn't end up. I know. Well, what I were singing into, you know. No. Well, what sitting singing into a whisk? Whisk. Into a, that's what I was. As I was reaching. Singing for that, into yeah. a sieve is even funnier. Yeah, it could happen. What I was going to say was the the baking scenes are so ubiquitous at this point. I could not believe it. But it actually made me feel something. I actually felt a little bit like, oh, when they were having that scene, yeah. it was flirtatious. And then when he, his dad came in and saw them, mm-hmm. that dad I'm was a good actor. Out. Yeah, he was. That dad was a good actor. When he came in and saw them, I felt there was just that he acted in that moment. He didn't just come in and give tender dad eyes. Mm-hmm. He came in and saw them and thought something. Mm-hmm. And that I just really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, my note, my notes were my favorite part is how not weird she got whenever the death comes up. And then, mm-hmm. but again, so many dead parents. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the next note is it's We were cur- introduced to, to his boring friends somewhere in there. So, they yeah. want him to come to Jackson Heights for their Christmas celebration. Well, that's they when, ask him yeah. to bring a new girl, his new girlfriend. He says it's well, strictly business. Well, so my next note is it's crazy that her mom is so mad at her for getting fired at her own job. And then the next one is... She gets she she gets the call and says, "Wow, say yes to adventure." And then it's church and children, different faiths, different languages, different songs. This would be my hell. Mm-hmm. And then Richie could hear the song <laughs> from the other room. It was in the mm-hmm. kitchen, mm-hmm. and it was Silent Night. Mm-hmm. And then it was singing and singing. And then in from the other room, I just heard, "Wow, the whole song." <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's much later, but yeah. Oh well, that's my next note. So I guess I stopped taking notes for a little while. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Th- you forgot the rap party. Oh. He shows up with wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, whoa, wine? He goes, it's not my first rap party. <laughs> yeah. I had friends on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, it's not that kind. And he comes in and they're wrapping gifts. And the mom yeah, is there. He thinks, and he thinks it's like the last night of a show or something. Yeah, rap wrapping, party. Not- wrapping it up. He didn't misunderstand the same way that they did on uh, Hall at the Holly where he thought Eminem was going to be there or something. Oh he thought it was God. like <laughs> last night of a show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, but this was cute. This was a great opportunity because he, you know, show his character because he gets on great with all these old women. She's Carly says, oh, I've gotten five new friend requests, undoubtedly on Facebook because they're old people. And, um, you know, and he he says, don't accept. I can't remember the name, but they just she's she's into some weird stuff. And they just show this woman with like thick horn rimmed cat eye glasses and was just a funny moment. Exactly. It was um, so funny. Yeah. So they, I think, it, did, didn't they just admit well, their friend? Was, so she they, checks yeah. friend off the list. Yeah. So yeah, that one, they were, they were out on the street and she says, my name is Carly Kincaid. Will you be my friend? And then they oh, decide to be yeah. friends, which was cute. Really, really cute. Yeah. So the next thing you know, they're looking at an apartment, right? That's what I have next. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Then, yeah, because he's trying to like, yeah, again. You did go kind of straight to the end. I, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. So they're looking at a beautiful place. Um, and then they pretend to be boyfriend and girlfriend because mm-hmm. they they like they think that it's easier to get an apartment oh, no. if you're you know a what? couple. We, you skipped a lot of stuff to get to the cooking scene, but it doesn't matter. So yeah, this, <laughs> this, that was before the cooking scene. Okay. But, but yeah, so they, they pretend to be a couple mm-hmm. um, because it's easier to rent to a, to a couple. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then that's when they're like inside joke about calling each other like my little snowflake and all that. My little develops. pizza pocket. My little pizza pocket. She panics and just says, pizza pocket. (laughs) Just so funny. I love that because you really did see, you really did watch an inside joke form Mm -hmm. in that, in this Mm -hmm. movie, because Mm -hmm. by the end, they're totally like, every time they see each other, they just call each other something stupid like that. And I loved that. It was very very like his girl Friday energy, his girl Friday, his girl Friday energy. I agree. So, um, yeah, so then it, uh, let me see if there's any. Oh, there's the running. She's she's continuing the running thing. He hires some kids to hit her with snowballs. <laughs> a buck. They get a buck for every snowball they hit her with. And so she's like, you can't afford to be you giving out not- bucks. Yeah. And, and so he's like, well, you better run fast then. And that was cute. <laughs> yeah, um, so it was perfect, mutually assured destruction. Mm-hmm. So then time passes and and she and her nameless best friend are in the kitchen with her mom and she does admit that she's been fired and the mother okay. acts like a complete and total asshole leaves. She can't even, I've got to go. 
And that's right. So, yeah. It's- and that's when her mom's an asshole. And that's when she gets invited to the church children, different faiths. Since mm-hmm. that's when that happens. Mm-hmm. So and meanwhile, that's when I yeah. would have shown up. That's when I would have shown up in full martini energy. If he'd invited me to something and said, be ready for full for, for, for adventure. And then mm-hmm. I would have been in the wrong headspace for a different, a, a celebration of different faiths. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, walk about. <laughs> I would have been. I would and I would have been in such a different headspace that I would have been like, "That is so nice." Um, could you just call me afterwards? We will be around the corner at Maison Premier. So mm-hmm. just let me know when you're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but they do go. So that's yeah. So they, they're nicer alert. than they I am. Do go. We we skipped a scene. <laughs> we did skip a scene here because uh, where he was with his father. He says to his father that he thought the employees needed to have a little bit more time with their their families for the holidays. Oh, yes. And he, so they're, they're yeah. showing his growth build slowly. And I, I like that. And it's okay just to have a, you know, quickie scene mm-hmm. like that. Well, he because he because they did because they crushed it and they like got they got the work done that they needed to get done. And then they and then they like they they he let them go early and the dad the dad was like, wait, I need that, those reports. And then mm-hmm. he was like, here they are. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he's like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I thought everybody should be allowed to sp- spend more time with his family. And his dad is, agrees because okay, his dad's right. not an asshole. He's not Logan Roy and he's not mm-hmm. the eldest boy. And so he's like actually, you know, nice. I, it shouldn't be dumb succession. This should just be glitter succession. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but we're still, we're still at the uh, charity event or the, I guess it was, maybe it church wasn't, it was just a church, yeah, it was just a church fate. Um, and he suggests that she read the Nutcracker to the kids so that she will have read a book start to finish. Oh, and she's like, no, that. this isn't, this isn't, you know, that's not what I meant. And he goes, not everything has to be hard. Aww. And she looks at it and she misses. She just says, yeah, he, he, she says, huh. And she said, my dad used to read this to me. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. You want me to get another one? And she goes, no, it's okay. I'll do this one. Aww. And it's just, ugh. And then she re- so they just show her reading the end of it. And I realized personally that I don't really know the story of the Nutcracker as many times as I've tried to watch it. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care. But while he's there, he gets <laughs> his application was approved. He got the apartment. Mm-hmm. And my little pizza rat. Yeah. I and then say that <laughs> when, he t- when he tells his dad, his dad says, yeah, your mom and I, our first apartment was in that neighborhood. It was in Queens. In Queens. Yeah, so that was that was a cool moment. And uh, she arrives at his place with a gift. He opens it up. It's a coffee maker. And she says, well, it's not as not, fancy not as, as the one at your yours, dad's. But, but you might be you able might to be actually able to use, use it. it. <laughs> and it's so, like a Mr. Coffee. It was really nice that mm-hmm. this was a nice, humble movie. And it mm-hmm. wasn't like mm-hmm. – like these people felt pretty normal. They really did. Even, even, the per- even him, even, even though he was like – you know, it, he wasn't like on another planet. Like, cause that, that's the thing. A lot of these movies, even like the secret gift of Christmas, like those people were not supposed to be delusionally wealthy, mm-hmm. but they felt on another planet from mm-hmm. normal people. Agreed. Like it did not feel like people who have to pay bills. Right. But this was like, she went to a Target and got a, a coffee from, like, she went all the way to the left and she got the cheapest coffee maker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I appreciated that. Yeah. And uh, so she also said, we're going to decorate your apartment. And she brought the box of handmade ornaments. Uh, it, it was ju- it was just a really nice scene. And, and it's nice to see him, like, it was it was fun to see him, like, being okay with this. He's not, like, sitting there feeling sorry for himself that he's not in the big fancy you know, apartment anymore or whatever it was. Yeah. And then we have a scene of her talking to her mom and her mom, her mom says, I made sacrifices so that you would have choices. So mm-hmm. I don't, I still don't know why she was in such a snit then she made a choice, but and I there don't know why we are. She just sacrifice, sacrifice. Ah! Exactly. She's full Old Testament. Yeah, I know. Her mom is hanging on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, and then the next next thing her, we know, her umbilical cord is just still dangling out. Just, <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Carly, tangled in the apron strings. <laughs> I mean, let's stay festive, shall we? <laughs> but um, there was a hilarious 5K scene. Oh my god, she was leave born the tree, for that leave elf the costume. tree. <laughs> oh my god, didn't get limber, went timber. 
That's what the tree said when he fell. <gasps> oh my god! And when, everybody's dressed. Okay, for anybody who didn't watch it, everybody's yeah. dressed as everyone's dressed in a costume, like yeah, a festive somebody, costume like, for the five K. One guy was as a Christmas tree, and yeah. he. He, and he went fell out. And she he... tried to help him, and and Wyatt is saying, "Leave the tree, leave the tree." And then, and then but... when she went running, and then he said, "That's my girl," like oh. not to her, but to, about her to uh-huh. like anybody to himself, basically. And uh-huh. I just again, uh-huh. it's the same thing as him calling her Kincaid. It's mm-hmm. the same thing as the Nottingham Christmas movie, whatever it was, uh, uh, Notting Hill. It's like bend it like Bethlehem. Bend it, bend it like Bethlehem. It's just, it's, it's just this like internal you know like old school girlhoodness in me that just can't help but think that the jock is cute who can't help but think it's cool when a boy calls you by your last name who can't help but think it's cool to be like have it be like that he's saying that's my girl like it's just it's such a girlness you know and it's like it's just cool you know and it's just like you can be a feminist and like the, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've read Joan Didion. <laughs> right, good. <laughs> so we we do have. Um, it is crazy that she wins the race, though. Also, because marathons aren't really about winning them, so it's really crazy that she wins it. I feel like marathons well, it was, are. It was a five k. It wasn't really a marathon. It wasn't or whatever. But I feel like those that like a five k isn't really about trying to be the first to the finish line. I think those are really, especially like a festive one. But or really, she was taking up running, so that may have been important to her. But to but exactly somebody who's like who sets out for a couple of weeks to try and take mm-hmm. up running isn't trying to win the race. I don't know. I just thought it was crazy that she won. Although she weighs like ninety eight pounds, so I guess. That's possible, but I couldn't do that. So whatever. But then uh, later she's like, because she's been working on a dress, which I kind of missed the like her working on this dress Mm -hmm. of it all. But Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of Mrs. Harris goes to Paris would have done well here. Which Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. I saw it by myself one like rainy Mm -hmm. afternoon at Mm -hmm. an Alamo draft house, which is for anybody who doesn't know a theater where you can drink and order chips and queso. (laughs) And uh, I saw it just because it was like a a movie that wasn't, a Marvel movie that was playing. Mm-hmm. And that movie is f- a, a, per- a perfect movie for anyone who wants to understand how to write a movie mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter who you are. That mm-hmm. movie has high stakes. It is perfect writing. Wonderful. It's story. like, it's just, it's, it's, if you're into the idea of it, it's great. But even if you're not, it's just a good movie. So it definitely had it, that it had that vibe. Um, but so she, her friend is, is like helping her like pose the thing on help pose the dress on the mannequin, everything on like the body form or whatever. And then the dress gets caught on a, an unattended candle mm-hmm. and it burns. Mm-hmm. And she's I like, thought that was her friend's stupid fault though. Yes. She's like, it's not your fault. And I wrote, it is her fault though. <laughs> Narrator, but it was her, fault. but it was her fault. And yeah, that, that, so that dream kind of just goes up in flames. Do they, they don't really totally resolve that. <laughs> they don't exactly. But it, which is fine with she, me. She redoes the dress and she wears it later and looks gorgeous in it. But oh, um, oh, that was the dress. Okay, I didn't really get that. But but then he, you know, yeah. So but she's not. She doesn't well on this. My ornament. My ornament. <sighs> My ornament. So she's like going on with her life or her night. Well, and but and he, Wyatt meets her outside and gives well, her a medal for the five k. Well, no, not yet because he's at with his, with. Wait, is that when? Because he's with his dad. Yeah, and that's th- later. Okay, then go ahead. I mean, I, it doesn't matter except for that it was adorable because he says, you know, he invites her to go to the the New Year's Eve party, I guess, or something, some gala. I don't know. Yeah, the she gala. She, no, it was a gala, right? The New Year's thing is how it ends. Um, and she says, no, she has to go help with the charity event. Santa because Santa fell through. <laughs> Santa fell through and he goes, he backed out. And she goes, no, actually, he fell, he fell three stories through a building. I think he was trying to be in character. <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah, so we, we that's the information we have so far. And then the scene with his father is when his father says, you've done great. You can have your privileges back. And he said, well, I thought you were waiting till the end of the year. And he said, I don't need to. I have faith in you. Yeah, well, he says, I can really see that you're that you're stepping it up at work and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really like, and that's when I just wrote that I really like this dad. I just think he's mm-hmm. a great actor. I think he was good at this i think it was all good mm-hmm. um and then she he says that he had missed he's a gotta call. go gotta catch. well 
His yeah. dad, the dad said, I missed a call from, from Carly, uh, right. because she, she's asking for, or, you know, or like that it looks like she's going to get that promotion. She gave me a call saying she wants her job back mm-hmm. and he's like, oh no, I can't let that happen. Mm-hmm. And so then it's a great racing through the airport kind of vibe, not literally, but like he has to go stop her from backsliding. But he says, putting- I got to go catch the bus, which is right after his father says you can have all of your bank yeah, accounts and instead stuff of back. Trying he's still to, gonna yeah. take his he's still gonna use the metro card and take as she points out two buses and a train yeah to get to her i guess in wherever they are yeah uh and, and but he's dressed as santa to help give out gifts yeah but i just i liked that it was like mm-hmm. instead of it just like it because it's always you know it's like the cliche is the racing through the airport and mm-hmm. this was like this was racing to stop her from making a mistake to make her own life worse it's not just stop be in love with me. It was mm-hmm. stop. Be true to yourself. He you says, know your that dreams are too big want. for that place. Yeah. And it's his company, which mm-hmm. I just love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, but it is crazy because then they, when he gets to the place, I guess that they were just going to let all these kids not have Santa. <laughs> like, yeah. cause they're just like, sorry, kiddos. Looks like Santa's not going to come. And like, thank God this guy showed up to be Santa. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then at the, you know, he talks her out of that. And then at the end, at the New Year's party, mm-hmm. do you know who she reminded me of with that hair and that dress? Can you think of who she? Meg Ryan? No. Okay. Dark hair. Um, no. Marissa Tomei and Only You. Oh. Okay. Yeah. She looked so pretty. Mm-hmm. She looked so She's pretty. Gorgeous. And- the actress was gorgeous. Yeah. And then she says she has two resolutions left. Follow your dreams and say yes to adventure. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, we're seeing they, they really grew together, which is the ideal thing to do in a romance. It's very hard to write. It is. And um, to make that interesting. It's hard. Mm-hmm. So she says, well, I sent my portfolio all over town. So mm-hmm. she checks off follow your dreams. And then just she potential. Says, I'm fine with ending with potential in a movie or absolutely. a book. I don't need answers from everybody. Actually, I really like that she was satisfied with the effort and not with waiting to get some big offer mm-hmm. too. So I thought that was I like that message because because what we do in real life is we pressure ourselves to, you know, we haven't succeeded until we've gotten uh, you know resolution X. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's there's always something else that needs to be resolved. Then, mm-hmm. just look at my to do list. But uh, she says, "Well, there's one thing left," and he says, "What's that?" She says, "She asks him to hold the list," and then she says, "Does she say it?" Or she kisses him. It's mm-hmm. great scene. Yeah, and she goes, "That's a yes to adventure." Yep, and that's the end. And that was great. It was great. I love that. I she kissed it. him. Uh huh. It was cute. I mean, Top I know you loved me. this movie. I, I do think I would have benefited from watching this not under the gun of like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're doing, we had, this, w- this was my craziest week of the year. Mm-hmm. This was, I have five episodes to edit and we had th- f- five other episodes to record. It's like we had so many things to do and I was, I was we were just talking about it. I was literally not literally not enough hours in the day to watch the movies we had to watch and everything. And I was worried about that. And I was kind of like stressed about getting it all done. Mm -hmm. And I think that wasn't the way to watch a movie like this. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that that was the best way to watch. And I watched it in the daytime. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but that being said, I didn't have any negative feelings about it. I just don't Mm -hmm. think I watched it in the most just like, Oh, it's just on, and I'm just you didn't watching get to enjoy wine it to the and said, "Yeah, I didn't have a glass of wine and like a bowl of ramen or something." Like I yeah. was just like watching it in the morning and doing stuff on the com- in the commercials, like for the Instagram. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. so. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was great, and and I ju- I just don't think that I got the like bonus joy out of it that other mm-hmm. people. Would. So I fully recommend it to everybody, and I think mm-hmm. that anybody who isn't making a job out of it would love it. Yes, I thought it was great. Everybody really in did. it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I, I will definitely, definitely watch that one again. Mm-hmm. I would love to watch it again when no one is asking anything of mm-hmm. me from it. So and I don't I don't really have any fixes for it except yeah. for that I, I would just have upped the stakes. I liked how low the stakes were in different places, like I said earlier, but mm-hmm. I would just change the stakes a little bit around. Give them, just give him, give her a clearer thing to be helping him with. Mm-hmm. A clearer deadline 
something he needs to visibly prove to his dad. Okay, you need to do this by you need to have an apartment that you need to you need to host a housewarming party at your place mm-hmm. in two weeks, and you need to show him you've gotten it. You know, you, you've 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 gotten it like this, and you've and you've had you know you what you know what I mean. You need to host a dinner party at your own apartment in two weeks, mm-hmm. and have survived off of the last two thousand dollars he gave you. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. stupid like that. I mm-hmm. you know maybe not something so logistic oriented, but something like that would have been great. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, that's about it, honestly. But yeah. I, I think that the only thing that bumped for me was that I, I couldn't, I, and then I honestly think that that tainted a little bit of the whole movie because I was kind of like, why are these people helping each other? There's no reason, but that's it. And I really well, like yeah. these two people and you I wanted really, more clarity for the entire premise. So that, I mean, that's yeah. a little problematic. Yeah. But yeah. But besides that, I was completely taken away by the two of them. Mm-hmm. They were so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and any, you know, fixes I have. I mean, we've already, like you just said, little things yeah. that we talked about along the way. So, yeah. uh, yeah, no, I think, I think it was pretty perfect. It's definitely in my top three. Mm-hmm. So yay. I mean, they, Hallmark had a lot of bad missteps this year, I thought, Oof. but, but they also really brought it out with some, some good ones. So yeah. it was, you know, it was all in all, I think it was worth it. Of course we have, we have one more movie to do. That's Oof. yeah. One more. One so, more. More. One more. <laughs> one more from Countdown to Christmas. That is one more from Countdown to Christmas, and three more excellent ones. Mm-hmm. Whew, I'm excited about those. Well, I mean, three more excellent podcasts. Three uh, more excellent for podcasts. Two for excellent movies before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yes. Oh, well, speaking of exciting, Mm -hmm. that brings us to our Instagram. I think you know it by now. It's nameless best friends. Do do be excited about everything coming up. It's going to be exciting. And uh, Patreon's really heating up pretty Mm -hmm. literally. We've got recipes coming up every single day through Christmas. Mm -hmm. And a special episode you just put up. Mm -hmm. I did just put up the Hannah Waddingham Oof, that was a doozy. Mm. Real mm. doozy. That was a doozy, all right. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, we've got more fun things planned there, too. Yep. So. All right. Well, all right, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thanks Bye-bye. for joining us. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Say hi, everybody. <laughs>